Hi, this is an audio recording of an online resilience practices class facilitated by Frank Baird on September 15th, 2021. The topic for tonight's class is R, body practices, some simple body practices for reducing stress. This audio recording is made available to you free for your benefit and enjoyment. Hi, everyone. Welcome to tonight's Resilience Practices class. Let's start with what is resilience. I'm going to like develop some title credits or something because it always feels like this should be the opening credits. Um, but in the absence of that and just being a, a real person, a reminder that resilience is the capacity and flexibility with which we meet life. And it's made up of some interrelated and complementary skills. And we are going to practice one of those tonight. Well, actually, a couple of them. We're going to do tonight some body practices for reducing stress. So these are simple things that we can do using our body uh, at any moment. So one of the key things about stress and resilience is this. So the key to resilience is knowing when it's safe or okay to rest and then resting effectively and changing the focus from the stress or the stressor to our relationship to the stress, how we're meeting the stress. So a lot of times that, that thing about when it's safe to rest or when it's okay to rest that's something like this. At three o'clock in the morning when you're trying to go to sleep and there's nothing that can be done about anything, that's a good time to make a gentle, friendly effort to rest rather than to problem solve or mostly what we do is we ruminate. We worry, we ruminate, we get ourselves worked up and then we can't sleep. Or another way of thinking about that is these practices that we do, we've set up the conditions so like tonight, we've set up the conditions to do this practice during this time. So when things um, press upon us, when certain thoughts show up or certain emotions show up, and when our body gets configured around those thoughts and emotions, part of the idea here is that here's an opportunity to practice. This is an okay-ish time to try to rest because I decided that this time is an okay-ish time to rest. So, so notice I'm saying to try to rest, right? So part of the effort that we're making is leaning in the direction of resting. So one of the things that happens is our bodies get configured by and around stress. So this can happen if, like from any direction, right? So Thoughts and emotions can either cause stress or they can be the result of stress. Um, it doesn't matter where they start. The body ends up being configured, which is usually in a way that's really, really tight or that's exhausted. Because often what we'll do is we get stressed, our bodies tighten up because that's what we do when we meet something unpleasant. And then what happens is eventually we run out of energy our bodies can't sustain that level of tension. And then we experience weakness or fatigue. 
So here's an interesting thing. I don't know if it's interesting. It's a, it's a thing about thoughts and emotions. So it's helpful to notice how our bodies get configured around things because it's easier or at least less difficult to change the configuration of our body than it is to change our mind or change how we're feeling in the moment. And part of that is because here are my hands, I know whether they're open or closed. So if they're clenched as fists and I recognize it would be beneficial for me to unclench them, I can see the state they're in and I can adjust them to a different state. With thoughts and emotions, so often it's like, how do I shift that thought? Or what a lot of us do is, let's say some thoughts are generated by anxiety, we try to shift thoughts and what we do is we shift the content of the thoughts, but they're still driven by anxiety. There's the, still, still the same quality of thoughts. Or sometimes we'll try to shift our emotion and it goes from an emotion that is unpleasant to more of that unpleasant emotion or another emotion that's just as unpleasant. So one of the things that we want to do is pay attention to the body and adjust the body when we can. And that's what we're going to do tonight with some of these short, easy practices. So you move your body, your body's easy enough to locate. Um, you know what you're doing, you know how you're doing it, you know whether you're doing it, you know when you start and when you stop, right? So the example of my hands, if they're in a fist, I recognize this is how they are as a start and my goal is to have them be open at the end. Or another way of saying that is like when my shoulders are really pinched, my goal is to have my shoulders like settle down or relax or if my jaw is clenched, I can recognize my jaw is clenched and then my effort, my goal is to have my jaw at least less clenched, right? Sometimes it's really helpful to go for any movement because moving my body will have an effect, but sometimes it's not enough. It's not enough of effect. Whatever's going on is going on too powerfully. I don't have the skill to shift things enough. So I may not get the outcome that I'm looking for. And it's helpful to notice that doing these practices make a difference and it's better to do them than not do them because if you do them, at least you get the benefit, even if it's small, of having done them. So what we're going to do is some short practices and, and we're going to do it this way tonight. I'm going to invite you to do these practices just briefly. We're going to go through the different practices and we'll do them briefly and then we'll get to the longer extended period of practice and we'll, we'll also practice them there. But at least this way you'll know what they are so that during the longer practice you don't have to go, what, wait, what, what are, are we doing? If you're like me, um, I don't know if you know about line dancing, but my understanding of line dancing is as far as dancing goes, it's a pretty easy kind of dance and I can't do it. I'm one of those people who I can sit there and watch somebody and they're going, just do this. And I can't do it. Like I'm lost after the second move. So, so we're going to do these. These are easy to do. We're going to do them brief each. And um, the invitation is to notice, bring your attention to the effort that you're making and notice what that feels like. So with that said... Let's do the first one. So the first one is bringing attention to your feet, uh, 
or your hands. And feel the sensations that are happening in the bottom of your feet, if they're on the ground. Or feeling the sensations in your hands, if they're resting upon anything. If they're resting in your lap, if they're resting inside of one another, if they're resting atop a table or a desk. So bringing attention to one of these areas of the body and just feeling what's happening there. And then if you'd like, you might press just a little. So not hard, but just add a little pressure. So press on the hands if that's what you're focused on. Press on the feet if that's what you're focused on. And then ease up. So just noticing, I'm bringing attention to one of these places in my body. I feel the sensations happening there. Then I press just a little bit, and then I ease up on the pressing. That's it. That's one of the practices. Another practice is this, adjusting how you're breathing. So one of the things that happens when we're stressed is our breathing starts to become, I always want to say dysregulated. That, that might be a more extreme word, but our breathing when we're at rest, we have a certain kind of breathing when we're at rest, when we're, at cal when we're calm, when we're content. And when something else is going on, our breathing is different. So with excitement, we're going to breathe differently. With anxiety or fear, we're going to breathe differently. And one of the things that happens for a lot of people is they are aware that their body is breathing in a, I'm just going to keep using the word, dysregulated way. And then that scares them. That suggests something is wrong, right? Rather than, well, this is the appropriate breathing you would do if you were afraid. But what happens is they start to get more dysregulated breathing in relation to the experience of experience of and the recognition of the dysregulated breathing. So what I'm going to invite you to do here is bring attention to breathing and start just by noticing how you're breathing right now. Just feeling breathing happening. And now I invite you to adjust it just a little bit so that your exhalation is longer than the inhalation. So you stretch out the exhalation. An example of this might be if you were to count the duration of the breath, the inhalation was two, the exhalation might be four. Or the inhalation might be four, the exhalation might be eight. What happens with this breathing is that a couple of things. One is it stimulates 
the system in the body that's responsible or contributes to feeling calmer. The other thing is that sometimes you might have heard people suggest this or say this, or you might have experienced it where sometimes it's like when we're breathing out, I might accompany it with a thought like letting go of something, right? It's like a big sigh. There was this thing, right? When I got excited or scared, my my breath caught, the inhalation was shorter, uh, was longer, and now I'm breathing out, And sometimes it's helpful to breathe out and make a sound, to make a sighing sound or a humming sound. So that might be something like you breathe in. (sighs) Or humming. Hmm. One of the things that the verbalization does, making the sound, is it causes some vibration in the chest and it stimulates the vagus nerve, which apparently these days is the most important nerve (laughs) because it also contributes to well-being and something as simple as bringing attention to breathing, something as simple as breathing in this way, and something as simple as humming stimulates the vagus nerve, which contributes to an increased sense of well-being. Or, if that feels too much in the moment, right, that's not the outcome I'm getting, what it does is at least it eases up some of the tension and tightness that the body's in in relation to the stress or the unpleasant stimuli. So that's another way to practice. So either of these you could do just like in 10 seconds or 30 seconds. The next thing we're going to do is sometimes called a butterfly hug. So let me just see. I'm going to do this. I, I, I realized I was doing this class yesterday, and I realized I have to make sure you can see me to do this. So I think you can. I think I'm a little rectangle. Um, but what you do here is you, you put your hands like this. So sometimes people call this a butterfly. I always learned it like a hawk, but I like butterfly because butterfly feels more gentle. But what you do is you bring your hands to your shoulders or to your chest. And so what you do in this posture is bring attention to the sensations happening in the fingers and in the palms of the hands. And then you might also notice the sensations where your hands touch your torso, your shoulders, or your chest. Human beings really benefit from touch. And it turns out we can stimulate the body in a pleasant and positive way with self-touch too. So bringing your hands, and I like to feel the weight of my hands 
on my body in this posture. Another thing you can do is tap. So alternating left and right, left and right, just kind of tapping. Lightly tapping, so it's not like punching yourself, right? But sometimes this helps in a couple of ways. One is it helps stimulate sensation across the body, but it also amplifies the sensations that are happening. The sensations in the fingers and the hands, the sensations in the chest or the shoulders. doing this just for 30 seconds or so. So that's another one of the practices. Uh, another one is what I call, uh, well, which is sometimes called arm sweep or lotion. Um, I always like the, the creative name. So this one, I have to make sure I can get positioned here. So what you, you don't have to hold your arm up like this, right? Your arm can be down at your side, but I'm holding it up so you can see what I'm doing. But what you do is you sweep or you brush your arm gently. I guess some people call this lotion because that might be how they're putting lotion, though I would be you know, more vigorous <laughs> and moving up and down. But I like the brushing or the sweeping gently. Just brushing your arm. And you can do it with the other arm also. And feeling what it's like. You'll have sensations in your hands and fingers. You'll have sensations all along your arm. And if you're like many people, you might also feel some shifts in the body. Maybe some easing of tension or tightness. Sometimes some little tingly feelings along the shoulder. So this is the arm sweep, arm brush, or lotion. Another practice is what I call the anime happy stance or anime hero stance. So again, recognizing that our body gets configured around what we're thinking and feeling and doing. So often when we're stressed, what happens is we tighten up and then many of us try to figure out how to get unstressed just by thinking about it, which doesn't really work because what's needed is a shift in body state. So you can try this right now. 
um, depending on the space you're in. So I'm going to do part of this because I'm wedged into this corner, but um, you'll get the idea. So if you can't do it right now, I encourage you to try it another time. But here's the idea. So let's say I'm feeling very, very stressed out and I'm sitting still and doing what a lot to most people do, which is I'm sitting still or or sometimes we'll do things that aren't particularly helpful like I'll go uh, eat because I want to change my state and eating is pleasant and sometimes that is kind of effective because I, at least I had to get up and go get the food and then depending on what I'm eating for me it's ice cream so anyway the, so so the um, the the hero anime stance is this so what you do is you get up and it's a sh big shift in your posture. And it's also a shift to a posture most of us don't readily assume. Um, it, sometimes body workers will talk about what's called body armor, which is we start to move in conditioned and habitual uh, ways. And along with those body movements, it's like there can be emotions caught in, in those, it's like that, that body configuration captures um, certain emotional states um, or certain emotional states are what uh, prompt us to continue to move or to get positioned in, in these habitual ways. So with the anime hero stance or anime happy stance, what you do is this. So you stand up and then you Put your arms out to either side as wide as you can, so you're making a big plus sign. And you put your palms up, right? So your arms are stretched out, your palms are up toward the sky. And then you tip your head back as far as you can. You, you wanna be careful, because if you're like me, I get dizzy and can plop over. But you tip your head back as far as you can, and you smile as broadly as you can, whether you feel it or not. Because here's the thing, the goal is not to do this and feel happy. I mean, sometimes that's what we hope will happen, right? But what it is, is I'm never in this posture. I am never in this posture. Maybe if I was ever that happy, you know, as happy as an anime character, maybe I would be in that posture. But I, I don't do this from day to day. So when I do that, a couple of things happen. One is the circulation is changing in my body, especially for me, the back of the neck, because I'm looking way up instead of either straight ahead or down at my phone. So your circulation changes, and that's beneficial. You're, uh, you're, you're stretched out in a posture that you don't normally have, and you're smiling. Here's an interesting thing about smiling. They did a research study that showed that when you smile, the you know how they do brain research is is something happens, a particular part of the brain lights up and then they make meaning around that. So what happens is when you smile, the part of the brain that would light up when you were happy and smiling lights up. It's not as bright, it's not as energetic, but it lights up. What that means is I can, by going through the motions, what is it, they, they, sometimes they call it acting as if or acting until, 
But by making the effort with my face, configuring my face muscles into a smile, one of the things it does is trigger some pleasant activity in the brain. Right? So I'm thinking when I'm unhappy, good luck trying to be happy because I either can't call upon happy thoughts, I can't shift my emotions. But if you try this stance, again, be careful about the expectation of the outcome. I would encourage you to relate to it more like, I'm going to do this because at least I'm shifting away from a body state that is unpleasant or uncomfortable. So let me, in, in Teams they call this the spotlight. Let me exit the spotlight and go back to my slides. And part of the reason I have to do that is because I don't remember what's in my slides. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I could have planned ahead and then hope, had my slides open separately, but you know, that's technology. So let's see, let's, that's the anime happy stance. Oh, okay, so that was it. Those are the different practices that we're, what we're gonna do is in the longer practice that we're gonna start in a minute, um, just a reminder, these are the different things you'll be invited to try. And and I wanna say, try them at your own speed, right? So, so I'll be providing some guidance. Um, all you have to do is um, listen to the sound of my voice. And we're going to settle into the practice. And then at some point, what I'll do is give you the option to try any of these practices on your own. And I would say when you try them on your own, spend some time with them. Right? A lot of times we go, okay, I'm bringing my attention to the feelings in my feet. Oh, yeah, my feet are cold. And that's it. Right? This would be whichever of these body motions that you make, do them for some duration. So one of the things you might do is if you want to shift them, wait until you hear me say something again because I'll leave a space of 30 seconds to 60 seconds between my words. So that'll help give you an idea of, yeah, I did this long enough. I mean, you can do it longer than that, right? If you like doing the anime happy stance and you can stand there the whole time, have at it. The idea is for you to explore, experiment, and really I want to say play with and see what it feels like. So we have the feeling the sensations in the feet or the hands, pressing lightly if you'd like, and then letting go, easing up on the pressing. And if you're going to do this, let's say you were doing this for 30 seconds, you might like, you don't have to time it in your head, but just sort of feel it like sensations in my hands, press, ease up, sensations in my hands, press, ease up, something like that. You can try the breathing out slow with or without sound. It's one of the nice things about uh, doing this practice with teams. Well, depending on where you're located, right? But if you're in someplace private, it's a really good opportunity to see what it sounds like. I I'm the kind of person who is like always really, really quiet. Um, so uh, it's harder for me to make sounds, but it's less difficult 
when I'm in private, and it's a good chance to play around with it and experiment and see what that feels like. And then there's the butterfly hug, with or without tapping, the arm sweep or brushing or lotion, and the anime happy stance or hero stance. So let's do this. I'm going to just click over these slides because they're not really needed tonight. And invite you to find a comfortable posture if you haven't already. And you can do this practices with your eyes open or closed, whichever you feel most comfortable with. And I invite you to start by bringing attention to your body. And let go of any tension or tightness that you notice. You may not be able to let go of all of it. But for now, the idea here is we're going to practice. So I may not need some of this tension or tightness. I'm not doing what I was doing earlier. I'm not doing what I'm going to do later. And if I can have my attention focused on the practice instead of other thoughts and feelings, maybe for now, maybe just for a little bit, I can let go of some of this tension, some of this tightness. You might bring attention to breathing. And just for now, feeling breathing happening. Just letting it be the way it is. And you can use breathing as an attention or a meditation anchor. You can use it as a place to focus attention or a place to rest attention or a place to restart the effort at paying attention. So whenever attention inevitably wanders off or gets pulled away and you notice. Gently bring attention back to this anchor. For now, back to feeling breathing happening.
And now, if you'd like, you can continue to practice in this way, or you might take up one of the body practices that we were exploring a little earlier. And in a way, it doesn't matter which one you try. You can always try any of them anytime. But you might pick one and spend the next 30 seconds, next minute or so, experiencing it. Letting it be the attention anchor. And when attention wanders off, or when it gets pulled away, you gently bring it back to whatever the body motions you're making. Bring it back to the sensations, the activity, just feeling what it's like in the presence of these gestures. I think of these efforts as cultivating efforts. So often what we're trying to do is make something happen. Make myself be happy. Make myself relax. And a practice like this is an invitation for ease to arise. So I'm not making it happen. And sometimes we can get impatient with that or interrupt the process because of our impatience or an urgency. But to the extent you can, engage in this practice and feel what it's like. And notice if anything arises while you're doing this. There's the focus of attention on the sensations, and then there's also noticing what What's going on with your general state of being? Maybe it's staying the same. Maybe it's shifting a little bit. Just noticing.
we've got a couple of more minutes of practice. If you'd like to continue whichever one you're doing now, do. And if you'd like to fit another one in, now might be a good time to try it out. Again, you'll have plenty of time to try these anytime, anywhere. Sometimes one of the ways that I like to end practice is by taking three of those breaths where the exhalation is longer than the inhalation. So if you'd like, you might end tonight's practice in that way, taking a breath and then breathing out long. And doing that a couple of more times, breathing in and breathing out. to conclude our practice for tonight. If your eyes are closed, you might open them, move them around, move your head around, shrug your shoulders, stretch, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, yawn if you'd like, or if you want, you can end by standing and doing the the anime happy stance. <laughs>